Hey guys, this is Crazy Juicy Love. If you're ready to change your life, your finances, and your love life, hiring a coach will dramatically give you results in any area that's important to you. This is season two of Crazy Juicy Love. Why hiring a coach will change your life. And so this is Crazy Juicy Love, and I have a special guest. Her name is Sarah. Your last name is Herring, right? Harrigan. Harrigan, yes. And so Sarah Harrigan, I am so happy to have her a part of uh, my Crazy Juicy Love podcast. And this season is about why you should hire a coach. And I did some research, and I went out, and I reached out to my community and found some coaches that are very powerful and wonderful and doing some really great things that I feel that really align with what I'm trying to help create in the world with Crazy Juicy Love, not just with relationships, but in life, in your business, in finances. And, you know, her company is named Design Your By Vibe. And I'm just like, yes. And I was like reading your bio online. And just like all the things that you, you know, you were saying, I was just like, yes, you know, confidence relationship expert, founder of Design by Vibe, international life uh, coaching event service, you know, um, and I definitely love when you said, uh, like, she's helping inspiring leaders and entrepreneurs and get off their beliefs, like get off it, get off your beliefs and preventing them from reaching higher heights. So without further ado, here's Sarah, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm glad to so, um, so tell me a little oh, bit more about you so, and the name, like okay. where did the name come from? Yeah. Okay. So um, I guess a little bit about me in terms of why I'm so outgoing and why I'm the way I am. I think I went to boarding school at the age of 12 and I really was kind of like thrust into a whole nother atmosphere. I'm from an island in the Caribbean, the British Virgin Islands, and I mm -hmm. went to boarding school in Arizona. And I kind of had to like forge my way and find my way at a very early age. And I've always been very outspoken. Um, so when it came to the name itself, Design My Vibe, it really just came to me. I had started doing these positive videos on Instagram. Um, and then I realized like who I've always been is someone who wanted to do their own thing. My parents have been trying to like square me into a box for a long time. <laughs> and it just never worked. I would always push right. the envelope. Um, and I felt like that name really resonated in who I am and what I want for people. Like live a life that you design, not that what your parents orchestrated or TV told you to be. Live the life that you design that's gonna fulfill you. So um, that, that made it very natural. And um, as I've grown into being a coach, it's really, it's showing in my work as well. And it's showing in the services that I provide to people, so yeah. Great. Um, I really, really love that. Like, that's like one of the reasons, you know, why I got into coaching. I really love that, you know, you started to believe when you start to realize that you are created of your world and your life. And I don't think people really understand that um, you're, you're creating with the words exactly what you're saying. Um, and, you know, coaching really for me as I coach, I really listen to what the people are saying. And like, it's like, 
those words are directly stopping you from having the life that you want and really try to help people shift shift those words and the beliefs around what they're saying mm-hmm. so how much of is that like a struggle <laughs> or with your clients like how much do they realize or they come in knowing like that's been stopping them how, how do you go by working with helping people to identify their beliefs identify the words that they're saying that are directly mm-hmm. stopping them from having the life and love that they want yeah uh, i think that's a great question i think um uh even thinking about the difference between coaching and like dealing with a therapist right people think that they just can go off and off and off on their stories and what i <laughs> the aspect that i've taken in coaching is a coach is going to stop you when you're doing something that doesn't support you right. right so as soon as they start talking in this language and i realize where they're going with it i stop them and i say hold on what word did you just use and they're even they stop and they realize and they say whoa i just used a word that's actually causing my action and i said yeah and it's not mm-hmm. only in this area of your life it's in other places as well and when they get stopped and i continuously do that they start to do it to themselves and they even switch their language around instead of saying i wish they'll say i have or mm-hmm. i want instead of saying you know i wish this would happen to me it's kind of like no i have this it's happening now so right. um in terms of my coaching it's just really making sure that i'm listening and then stopping them right where so they don't continue on with that habit because it is a habit and we have to break it as soon as mm-hmm. we hear it. Yeah. It's so interesting, you know, right before um we having this conversation, um I was listening to this um YouTube video with Tony Robbins and mm-hmm. it was recommended by this other uh video that I watched was like um the art of winning. Mm. So then he had this whole uh like it wasn't a podcast but it was like somebody you know a voiceover of Tony Robbins and he said you know basically the words that we use and he was like change should to must like i must do mm. this i must do that like that would give you your why like even me, like me saying i must have this done it gives you a purpose because you know i realized too like should does not give you access to like power it doesn't give you access to action it's like a someday kind of like mm-hmm. <laughs> language you know and a lot of people don't really realize that the words that we use stop us so you know tell me like some of the words that you point out to your clients that that directly stops them or what or what words have you noticed that stops your clients in their tracks from having taken action got it um oh my favorite one is um i've been <laughs> like this my entire life oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> honey <laughs> right that is my favorite one cuz i'm like you know you could change that like like this right and a lot of these people are like 30 years old and it's like so you've been like this for 30 years and you're willing to stay like this for the next 60 years of your life mhm and i even pulled that on my parents because my parents are about in their 50s and my mom always said well your father's been like this his entire life and i said but it's not working Right. And imagine you guys could be married for another 30 years. Are you going to allow what's happened and what you're used to to be able to dictate your future? 
-hmm. And I think that's the most powerful identification to make with anybody because we believe that if we were like this for a certain amount of time that we will always be like this and i have learned in my own transformation that the minute that you identify that action that isn't supporting you you get to choose something else to replace it right yeah so i think that's that's my favorite one that's my favorite one i've always been like this or my parents may be this way my parents have been this way. generational curses if you don't get away from me with that nonsense <laughs> right you know, that's repeated that, action, honey. That, you know, I'm so happy you said that. It really reminded me of like, you know, with my own family, you know, to be a little personal, my, mm -hmm. my mom was very, uh, so my family was never really close. And mm -hmm. so, you know, after I had done Landmark, which really changed my life and really helped me transform my family because I was really a being a stand, like my, I can help change the course of my family. I do not have to be at effect of what, these 30 years all these things have been passed down to my family and my mom you know said to me one day well this is the way we are we don't we're not close we don't talk to each other so we don't we don't get in their business i don't get in their business i'm just like yeah but it's not working mm -hmm. like this is the reason why we're not close because we're not allowing ourselves to care to have passion to have empathy like we can change it i said you see like my way of being with you is directly changing my relationship with you because before we used to never really we were never we weren't that close like our conversations used to be like 10 15 minutes at a time until i got like how I was acting, behaving, and all the beliefs around uh, my relationship with my mother, like, because I too was like saying, oh, well, this is how it is. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't engage, you know, but until I, until I found out those beliefs around my relationship with family and mom, then I was like, okay, well, I want to create this with her. Mm -hmm. And when I really shift that relationship and the words I was saying and I had to really like own up to some things that I you know did with my mother you know I found like I was manipulating her trying to get her to do things that I want to do and not really listening but when I really you know told her that and really got clear with her that whole relationship shifted so people don't really people just are reserved with like this is the way our family is, you know, and yeah. the power of having a coach to really identify those things can really dramatically change people's mm -hmm. relationship. You know, um, yeah. is that true for you in your in your coaching as well in your family, you personally? Oh yeah, of course. I, I would love to talk about this. So um, I would say the same thing. My parents are both Libras. I have to drop a little horoscope in there. They're both Libras. <laughs> They're both Libras and they are very similar. Um, and I feel like with me being the first child and the first of four children, I've been uniquely placed there for a reason because I'm the only water sign. So I'm like, everybody come, let's hug, let's touch, let's talk. And everyone is like, no, we don't want to do that. And I realized that in me creating that conversation and pushing the conversation, mm -hmm. there's an impact on my parents' relationship as individuals and as being married and then also the relationship that they have with my siblings right mm -hmm. um and i have had to actually show up and be extremely vulnerable with my mom and really share with her the things that happened in my childhood that formed me to be the way i am and then doing that she's been able to look at her childhood and see wow 
maybe I am not this way. Maybe this is because of my childhood and I get to change this. Yes. And that is what's changing the dynamic of our relationship. We talk every damn day and I love it. Like, and it's genuine, it's authentic. There's nothing to hide. There's no mother-daughter relationship. There's just, my mom is a human being that has goals and dreams and desires just mm -hmm. like I do. And I get to approach her that way. Before yeah. it was like, this is my mom. She's trying to tell me what to do. And it was very limiting. It limited our relationship. And now I've kind of blown the roof off of it and we can do whatever we want. We can be whoever we want together. You know, that you said something so important um, that I discovered too for myself. Like, like it really starts with you looking within first, like, like, mm -hmm. and me also being vulnerable mm -hmm. uh, with her because I had to, I had to create the space for her to show up that way in order for her to be vulnerable, in order to her allow herself to be seen, even yes. though I didn't see it at first, but continually being vulnerable, being open, it allowed her in return to like really show up. And it really like, I was like, whoa, like my mom <laughs> is like really revealing things to me that I never, you know, known about her which I've always wanted and it was here and actually kind of made me afraid but it really again like really deepened uh, my relationship with her mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and I'm really grateful for the tools as a coach to really you know draw those out um, yeah. I want to take a little side note so just talk about more about your business okay. so um, it says you know I, I read on your 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 website so tell me about what is smart Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> so SMART is an acronym for, um, for setting goals, right? And I'm actually gonna just look this up to make sure I say all of this correctly. But so basically I have, I have uh, adapted this into my own life because I feel like it really supports me in um, creating goals that I will actually attain, right? So I have noticed in myself that I would set out some really lofty goals and then I'll be like, yeah, I believe in the universe. I'm just gonna manifest it and it's just gonna happen. <laughs> Honey, there's a whole <laughs> there's this beautiful thing in believing and having faith, but there's a very key piece of that which is action. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can believe everything, mm -hmm. but if you don't actually go after it and take those actions, then it won't actually come. So, um, SMART is actually an acronym for specific, measurable, assignable relevant and time-based goals, right? And if we break that down, especially when it comes to specific, um, I can say that I want a new apartment, right? What's more powerful is to say, I want a new one bedroom apartment in Williamsburg by the water where I pay no more than $3,000 per, per month in rent and the building has XYZ amenities. Now that is specific. Now I know exactly what I'm working towards versus just saying I just want an apartment because saying that I could end up in someone's basement here in New York City, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that's real, right? right. So then, <laughs> you know how it is. Uh -huh. <laughs> And then in terms of measurable, how are you keeping yourself accountable, right? So for instance, I had a call today, a power hour with someone that I met in Landmark. She's also a coach. And we set a specific amount of calls that we were going to make on that 
on that um, power hour. And in doing so, I had a goal to work towards. And then also I was able to say, all right, how many calls am I going to make? I'm going to make 13 and I only made 12. However, there's no way to actually um, measure whether or not you've attained something unless you've set a specific number to counteract and go back and see, all right, the goal was a million dollars and I made 900,000. Okay, amazing. Amazing. Um, assignable. So assignable is like creating a list, creating a checklist. How are you breaking those go those goals down backwards, right? So if my thing is I'm going to be on this live stream or this podcast with you today, going backwards, okay, so that's on Monday. What can I do on Sunday and Saturday to prepare for this, to make sure that I am ready and have valuable content in order to provide and be of value to this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So it's breaking your goals down backwards and creating a checklist so if I check all these five things off, I know that I'm going to be successful. I know that I'm going to have this value when I come to contribute. Um, relevant. Oh, man. So you want to make sure that you're, anything that you're working towards, the steps are relevant to the greater goal. It's very easy to create a plan and then put all this other fluffy stuff that looks <laughs> like we're doing something, right? It's like busy work, basically, right? Um, if I know that I'm supposed to prepare for a meeting and I'm on all, I'm on call with all these other people, I'm busy, but am I actually working towards the goal? I'm not. So you want to make sure that those things are relevant to the overarching goal that you have. And then lastly, time-based. Um, I think there's a line by Drake that said, um, goals are only dreams with a timeline. Yes. <laughs> So if you just have a, okay, my goal is to get this new apartment and there's no like by July 1st, then that goal can be out there lofty for years. However, if you know it's by July 1st, you're then going to break that down. What do I need to do in order to accomplish this goal by July 1st? And if you do all those things, you will have that apartment by July 1st. So that's really what SMART goals is. Yeah. And so when does you input? <laughs> implement that with your clients like how what take me through like mm -hmm. when a client says yes i want to work with you then what's the next step when they start to work with you like what do you what do you how do you start working with them okay so um the first thing that i do is once so my process is we have a free discovery call and on that call we really figure out can we work together should we work together are you truly committed because one thing i've realized in my own training um, and being coached is that if i'm not committed to something i'm not going to treat it with the regard that i should i'm not going right. to even have the results that i want to have so a big thing for me is making sure that my potential clients are committed to what they want to accomplish and right. once we're clear on that then i can say okay we can work together because i want to work with someone that wants to get to where they say they want to get to and what are like some signs that may like versus like this person is not really committed and this person's like a yes i want mm -hmm. my client How oh so i've actually i think a good thing for me is um in my conversations i'm very clear about what can be created through working with me and what i do is get into their world and i ask them what are the things that would make this a success for you and once they start listing off those things 99% of the time, they're like, when are we ready to start? When can we start? I'm ready to go. And that's when I know. If they put it back in my hands and they're like, yeah, so what do you think? Or then I know that you're not ready. You're still waiting for me to guide you along your life. I am the conduit to your goals and dreams. Mm. I am not going to hold your hand to your goals and dreams. 
Right. Most of my clients are not in New York. They're international. They're somewhere else in the world. So I can't physically go there and be like, all right, next step, next step, next step. A lot of my job is trusting that my clients really want to accomplish these things. I can give you the steps and you are going to work those steps. Right. Yeah. I really love that. Like one of the things that, you know, when I was, um, you know, as you know, I'm a calling in the one certified coach. And mm -hmm. so in our process, before we work with someone, we asked one question, because this was the, the exact same question that was asked of us before they accepted us into the program. Mm. <laughs> they were like, how is life happening through you instead of to you? Oh. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, it really like hit me like, oh, I am responsible for everything that I'm doing in my life mm -hmm. and I'm not being a victim I'm, I'm being responsible mm -hmm. so is there a way that you know well how do you know if a, a, a client is being responsible or not really being responsible in their life hmm. like what are just some of the signs I think through the questions that I ask right, um, right. if someone's very resistant to the notion that do you realize how the verbiage that you use and the actions that you're taking are actually causing this result? Because right. our first call is really for you to like share with me what's going on, right? What what got you to get on this call with me? What's going on in your life that caused you to think you need a coach, right? And once we're open and having that conversation, my job is to get them to understand the power in their life. Right. So, yes, this is something that happened in the past. However, you were a part of that happening. And if on that call, they're open to seeing that, OK, I can see where I caused that. Then I get to know that they're open to what coaching is. Right. If they're very resistant and against that and believe that it was not their fault, then coaching is not for you. Right. Because that a lot of our process is you having an open mindset and being able to look at things from this is my life, this is my responsibility, and that's right. a big thing to accept. It, it yeah. really is. Because a lot of I find a lot of people don't want to look at. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to look at what they weren't or are responsible for. Mm -hmm. They're afraid to see the things that they have caused or not caused. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to be a victim, um, mm -hmm. I find. And it takes some real, it takes real courage and um, an open mind, like you said, to really just take it in and, you know, and be able to recreate because I don't know why, I don't know, maybe you could help me out with this, like, um, I find like being 100% responsible is really one great courage and like oh I get to say so how my life goes mm -hmm. but I don't and, and, like, what is the struggle that people have with looking within themselves to able to get out of their way like what do you think that as a coach that you see that always stops people over and over and over again mm. It's easy to point the finger. It's easy to say <laughs> my mom's fault. That is so easy. Right, I know. That is so easy. Like you're, So you're really trying to tell me right now that all this stuff that happened in my life is my fault? No. Uh-uh. Nope. Right. Nope. Not with them parents I got. <laughs> not, that, not that school I went to and not this job I got and this boss I got. It's my boss's fault. Right. And that is so much easier to say 
and to, to criticize and to judge someone else, it's easier than to look inside and say, wow, if I was looking at this differently, I could have had a different result. Like it's kind of, it's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. It really is mind blowing, even to the, the where we are, right? I think we're in a space where we have chosen to do that. And now we get to really look at that in a powerful way and say, wow, if everything that I've thought created the life I live, now I can have positive thoughts and create the life I live. Whereas some other people, it's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot easier to just say, you know what? I don't even want that responsibility. Right. Blame my parents. They brought me here. It's not me. Yeah, I think it's really the ease, the ease and just saying, you know what, it's somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather just allow this to continue on and maybe one day it'll change. Right. Mm-hmm. So have you, uh, have you had your own coach before? So I have not had a personal coach um, in the past year. And I really believe that I've always done self-development, always read a lot of books and applied new thinking where I could. And you can tell me something one time and it's going to (laughs) stick. Especially if I see that I can be a better person as a result of that or I can be healthier as a result of that, it sticks. So um, in the past year, I did momentum education, number one, before I even got to Landmark. And um, the difference, I would say, momentum is very empowering. Um, I felt like the queen of the world when I left there. Um, and, and that I did, um, I did three different uh, group environment coaching, right? So there's a basic, there's the advanced, and then there's leadership training, which is all in groups. Um, however, I did my best to capitalize on calling my coach and having a personal relationship with my coach because I realized that that one-on-one interaction really gave me some insight insight into myself um, and they were able to kind of guide me in ways that hey there's parts of you that work right <laughs> and there's parts of you where come on let's get real like is that way how you got here now because what we've been doing has been getting us what we have so in order for you to have something different you gotta let that stuff go um, and then through landmark I've worked um, I've had my personal coaches as well so um, one thing I have looked into is a business coach because I want to take my business to a whole nother level yeah. um, so yeah. that's that's actually what I'm reviewing right now yeah so can you tell me like one area of your life where a coach has really helped you mm. shift that area like what it was before and Ooh. how it is Ooh. now but what was your so what was it before what was the insight that like really like ooh <laughs> and then you shifted your life ooh lord <laughs> oh my gosh okay <laughs> damn all right so with romantic relationships oh yes ooh this, this is the juicy podcast right so we're gonna get juicy on y'all juicy yes Okay, so in terms of romantic relationships, um, I've always had this like, I run the show type of mentality. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I hear that all the time, people. Mm-hmm. Come on, give, it, give me that juice. Yes, I run the show and then I get to tell myself, oh, I'm a cancer and I'm such a nice girl and I'm so friendly and I do all these good stuff for people. And um most recently in November or December, I had a um, breakdown with someone that I was dating and everything was amazing for like six, seven weeks. Then we got physical and then there was a breakdown and I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And <laughs> I got, 
I got very present with my coach because one thing that I was saying was like, he did this and he did this. And because he did this, I did this. And what I got down to realizing is that my feelings are my responsibility. My entire life, you hear other people say it too, my entire life I've said, oh, he did that messed up thing and he hurt my feelings. Mm. And in this conversation with my coach, I realized that my, my feelings are in here. My feelings are only expressed when I say so. It's not my feelings are a soccer ball <laughs> on the court and they're kicking my feelings around. Right. And the minute that we had that conversation, I got super present to me being whole, perfect and complete and showing up in a relationship. And if something isn't working for me, expressing that and not saying that someone has the power to hurt my feelings. That is right. completely false. Right. That is completely Ugh. false. Yeah. Yeah. So once I got present to that, I was like, okay. Now I can show up differently. And what does that mean? What does that mean for me? It means taking five seconds, 10 seconds after something occurs and really say, okay, what is so? What actually happened? Mm. And the way I'm feeling, <laughs> right, the way I'm feeling, is that related to what actually happened? Or am I triggering something from some old relationship? What that are you making it mean? Mm. Right. And the minute that I was able to do that, then I was like, okay, what actually happened was this. What is my feeling about this thing? Not the old file from 2007 <laughs> where that old dude in college hurt my feelings. Cause that has nothing to do with going on in 2019. Right. Yes. Yes. <sighs> I tell you, people need to listen to mm. that. Like, I, oh my God, like, where do I begin with that? Like, just, you know, I, so there's this phrase that I use uh, all the time. Like, uh, I forgot where I got it from. I think it may be from Oprah somewhere. I don't remember. But and when, when, you, when, I, when I tell my clients, I say, what is that relationship reflecting back to you that you still need to work on yourself? Mm. And they always get it. They're like, especially me, like I you know, bring it back on me and my, sharing my personal, uh, my personal self, you know, um, you know, I had, I was actually telling this story with my, one of my best friends here, here in Nashville. And, you know, as I was being coached and my coach was saying that I was not having boundaries with one of my best friends because I always felt so drained when I was with him and get up so upset and angry and then I and I actually refused to ask myself that question because I did not want to look because sometimes you just don't want to look you want to just Ooh. be meddling in it and you just want to just like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. um, and then my coach he was like the reason why you're upset because you don't have clear boundaries with your best friend and you are allowing him to affect you you are allowing you're you are allowing the conversation to continue because we used to complain about our mothers we used to like bitch about them mm -hmm. and i and it would then once it started there it would just go down this rabbit hole of like complaining and complaining complaining and when i left i never felt good and i knew i love this person but why when i leave this person i'm like exhausted you know and my coach is like you either set boundaries or you need to get rid of this friendship 
and that I was just like, oof. Like, like he, he was like, this, is, this has been going on too long. So I was like, okay, so I had to set the boundaries. So, you know, one day, you know, we kind of went down that, that road again. And I said, you know, I'm not going to have this conversation with you anymore. I realized that it does not do good for me. We go down this rabbit hole. I said, I don't want to complain anymore. I said, plus, you know, my relationship with my mother has shifted. Uh, and I really don't have much to complain about. And I'm not going to look for something to complain about. It's good. And so, therefore, this conversation, this topic is off limits. And he looked at me. He was like, really? And he and I was like, yeah, really. He, he kept trying to go. But I was like, nope, not going to do it. And it was really awkward. And it was hard because I have yeah. so much respect and love for him. And he's such a vital uh, tool in my growth and my life. Um, but sometimes it's hard, you know, to really look at the relationships in your life. And when you have a coach and he was like, my coach is like, I want to hear progress the next week. Like mm. you call him or you do something like, like this is because this is weighing on you. And, yeah. you know, to really have that accountability uh, with a coach who's really like, really out to see you win in your life you know uh, I think that people don't see the value they often mistake coaching with therapy and it's so different mm -hmm. you know um, and like therapy is processing the process in the past and we're not really processing the past we're just like what I mean you make like that happen and distinguishing that's the past this is now you're creating right now you know and and I wish that people take advantage of having coaches in their lives just like the dramatic differences, the difference you can have in your life. Yeah. Um, so what, are you working on any other areas with a coach now? Like what else, uh, what, well, well, tell me what inspires you by being a coach. I just really love to hear that. Okay. Like what um, moves you by being a coach? Oh man, so I have, it's interesting once I said that, once I declared that I'm now a coach, People that have known me have been like, uh, duh. Like, <laughs> like, you've always been that friend that wants to support people and connect people um, and help them get where they're going to go. And I was like, wow, well, thanks, guys. Thanks for speaking up earlier. Um, right. <laughs> but I think it was really amazing to have that aha moment when I went to Momentum. I'm in the room and they are... I'm literally watching them have conversations with people that get them to a point of, oh, wow. Wow, I've never looked at it that way. And I'm like, oh, this is something that I've, I've always done. And once I saw that, I was able to put a title to what I have always done, right? Mm. Um, and what inspires me, like, I will literally be on a coaching call and I will be tearing up because mm -hmm. when my clients have a breakthrough, nothing is more fulfilling than that. Yes, I agree. To see someone win, like, I feel like the ultimate champion. Right. And they did it through a conversation that they had with me. Like, my job is literally having conversations, talking and listening. That is my job. 
And to be able to cause a transformation, cause a whole new outcome for someone else in their life through a conversation, it is the most powerful thing I could ever do. And I love it because I can do it laying in my bed. I can do it when I go to the cafe. I can do it on the plane to another country. Um, And it's really just using my natural gifts, my natural skills. I don't have to go outside of myself unless I want to fine tune, which is I'm completely always doing that. But it's like an athlete. Some people are naturally athletes and then they become professional players, right? But it's really, and this is why I love this work, is because you get people to figure out what is natural to you and how can you turn that into your business? Mm-hmm. We were already given all the gifts that we need. We were given them from child, from birth. And um, yeah, that's, that's the most amazing feeling, I would say. Yeah, it inspires me yeah. daily. That is, for me too, like, it's one of the most rewarding things when you... Mm-hmm hear them one start to change the language how they're talking and i literally (laughs) will be like yes be on the phone with them you know and um i remember you know uh uh, one woman i was you know from england i was coaching her and i remember uh she was i think on our fourth session she said well i need to tell you something i said okay should I quit my job and I'm on unemployment? And I was like, okay, so do you want me to shift, you know, the sessions around business? And she's like, no, let's continue with love and see what comes up. And so one of the things in the calling to one process, you do like these power statements, you create, you go through this whole process and then you create a power statement. And her power, her power statement was, which I stole too, uh, I, her power statement was, I seize opportunities with velocity. And I was like, ooh. Mm. And we started to write that down. Yes, Mm. girl, write that down. Mm. And she was like, I said, and I always say, how is that going to show up in your life? And she said, and she starts saying it. Sarah, by the time we had our next call in a week, this lady had four interviews was always on her second interview all the jobs were jobs that she really wanted and dreamed of and then on our following call she had the job she wanted she asked for more money than she ever had and it and, and a part of that breakthrough was in her love life she didn't ask for what she wanted she just let men do what they want she just like sat back she never asked she never set boundaries she never stated what she wanted she wasn't very clear what she wanted but then she started to be clear and that i like just like i get goosebumps just saying it it's like we were both crying on the phone because she literally is now asking for what she wants and not being at the effect Mm. Um, and like that is like having a coach get really like help create that is all a coach I think can really ask for. Yeah. Um, what yeah. actually just came up for me just now and what you were sharing, um, and this is something I talked about on my live stream last Friday. There's something about service-based businesses, especially in coaching, where we both get something from the conversation. It's mm-hmm. not just you talking to me about what's going on. Through your transformation, I am also being transformed. There's things right. that you go through that inspire me. So even that when she said when you said her power statement, I'm like, yo, I could use that. Right. That can apply to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
in terms of her saying, you know, demanding what she wants, I could use that as well. And I'm sure you can too. Like, so that's what I love about those conversations. And it's not just about, hey, you're paying me. So this is all about you. It is all about you. But just know that when you share, I am getting something too. Your life transforming right. transforms me. Yeah, I, I, my coach, you know, Catherine, the author of the book, she always says a couple of things. I really took it to heart. She, she goes, your clients will always reflect back to you what you still need to grow, how you still need to grow as a coach. Two. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh, ooh. Girl. Oh, Catherine, ooh, honey, read me. Read me, Catherine. Right. And she said, if your clients is resistant to you, it's how you're showing up on the call. And you need to like, you're bringing that resistance and you need to learn, figure out quickly what is in the way of this person not trusting you to go further with you. I was like, oh, she's like, and like, I was just like taking that in. And I started to like really look, in, look at like, like if I'm really with the, the current guy I'm coaching, like I'm really like, I guess I'm hard on him a little bit. He's like really in action. But every time I get off the call, I'm like, hmm, how can I apply that in my life? Like, and I'm like literally planning my whole next seven months out. So I'm doing this other seven month oh, program yeah. and I'm putting all my content down. I have my whole YouTube thing all written down. Like, I like, like, cause I have him doing it. So I was like, well, if he's doing it, I need to be, I need to take it, take my game up another level too. Yes. So do you, how do you find that's true for you when you're, do, or do you find that valuable for you when you get off the phone with coaching and saying, hmm, how can I apply that to my life? Are you in constant discovery with that? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, uh, I think one, actually, so my, um, my one client right now, her thing was around conversations, right? And I would be pushing her to get on the phone and have conversations that made her feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm constantly in discovery because I feel like how else can I be better, right? And that's how I'm able to be different in this hour than I am the next hour. Mm -hmm. And um, in those conversations, I realized, wow, I should be making these calls too. I'm here as a confidence and relationship coach. Like, where can I improve some relationships in my life? Right. Um, and then another of my clients, her thing is time management. That's the biggest thing that we're focusing on now, like getting her time management down and then also establishing healthy habits. And what I realized is during one of our first sessions, I was like, whoa, I'm kind of off track on my stuff too. There's certain stuff that I do every day, like meditate and pray. Um, and then I realized, what about the other stuff? You have a whole calendar that you, a whole physical, and I have it right here, a physical planner that I use and I realized I was kind of getting off track with planning my days and I said in order for her to be successful I need to also be planning yes. my days strategically so get back on it sis because life is like that right like <laughs> get back on it sis get back on, like we gotta recommit <laughs> we gotta recommit and I think that gives us the grace that's one thing I've been able to learn is I give myself grace with that because we're, we are gonna fall off track it happens yeah. life happens but the biggest thing is remembering or even checking in with that book and seeing what are my goals? All right, let's, let's get back on it. Let's, let's recommit because we are going to fall off, but you can always get back on. Some people fall off and they stay off. Right. 
oh, I ate that bag of Cheetos, so I'm gonna just eat Cheetos for the whole week. And it's like, you ate that bag of Cheetos, enjoy your Cheetos. Tomorrow, we ain't eating no Cheetos. We back on those fruits and vegetables. <laughs> right. I had to so, give up yeah. chips at the coach of one of my clients. I was like, yep, gotta like get back on my health game. Mm-hmm. And, like, nope, gotta like be recommit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that itself is a, a muscle, right? Being yes. able to recommit, that is a muscle. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna do the last couple of questions. Uh, Just tell me what comes to mind when I read this off. So what does a life of love mean to you? Ooh, a life of love. Hmm. A life of love means just acceptance. Um, Mm -hmm. Acceptance of yourself. And I think when you accept yourself, you can therefore much easily accept other people. Um, I can definitely identify when I was more in an insecure space, it's so easy to get into conversation about other people. I used to read People Magazine like it was the Bible. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, I have no interest in those things because that person's life is their life. Right. I am now so clear on my life has so many different aspects to it. And if I am confident in my life, I have no reason or no words to talk negatively about somebody else. Mm. Um, and that's a life of love for me. Loving myself, I can easily and more profoundly love other people. Right. And so what does a juicy love life look like to you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a juicy love life. Mm-hmm. I would say... A juicy love life is self-expressed. Being able to speak about anything that comes to my mind, knowing that it came to my mind and I just want to share it with you. Yeah, yeah, with my partner. Like, we get to have a partnership where everything is game. Let's talk Mm. about it. That is juicy to me because I don't, I'm not with you all day. I don't know what you come in contact with every day. And if we don't have conversation, I'll never know. So, and I think that's where we have the disconnect in relationships because we don't check in Mm -hmm. and avoid conversation. And for me, a juicy, (laughs) passionate love life is let's talk about it. Nothing is sexier to me than intellect. Like we can, I want to have a, a lot of sex as well, but I think what makes that even more passionate is I get to be in the moment with you when I know that we're talking about everything. And I'm still in this next question from my, the guy who, who pushed me to create podcast. Um, what does disrupt mean to you? How do you disrupt your clients so they can have the life that they want? Hmm. Disrupt. Huh. Disrupt means identifying the things that don't work, right? It's not making you wrong. It's not saying that those ways of being are incorrect. Um, I think it's just identifying, does it work or does it not work? And I think when you put someone in a position of power and they get to say it doesn't work, Mm. I will never tell a client that they're wrong. I'll never say that something they did was wrong. I allow them to use the framework. And when they say it's wrong, I said, there's no right or wrong. Right. right? It just doesn't work. Right. Mm. And I, I think that's that's the, the perfect definition of disruption. Does it work? Right. We can put something so, else in that place. And what is the secret to coaching that you wish people knew and took advantage of? Ooh, listening. Listening <laughs> is the secret to coaching. It is the secret to relationships. It is the secret to life. Mm. Listen more. The more you listen, the more data you could collect, and then you can make an educated decision, an educated point of view, an educated piece of advice. Listen. 
Yeah, as really, I was just talking to one of my best friends today. I said, I don't think you realize you don't listen. Like, I think people think they're listening when they're responding. It's like, no, you're adding and taking away. You're not really listening to what people are saying. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. really great. Um, so where can people find you uh, if they want to connect with you? Okay, so uh, first of all, my website, www.designmyvibe.com. I am um, becoming more active. I spent all of last year writing in terms of sharing myself. This year, I am more focused on writing in terms of how can you take some solid pointers, some solid takeaways and apply to your life. Um, And then more actively, I love Instagram. So if you are on Instagram, I am on there all day in my stories. And then on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I cover confidence, relationships, and entrepreneurship and it's really my opportunity to engage with people to see what's going on in their real life and then share with share myself authentically right and let you connect with that too um, I think that's the most rewarding one of the most rewarding parts of coaching is just using it as a conduit to be vulnerable and in my vulnerability I allow others to be vulnerable mm. yeah and you're designed by vibe on Instagram right yes design my vibe on Instagram yep and I know you're working on one thing. You have a project that you're working on. Oh, yes. I am working on a very big project. Yes. Okay. So um, for anyone um, that is familiar with the British Virgin Islands, that is where I was raised in the Caribbean. And we were uh, pretty destroyed by Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Maria about two years ago. So I am working on an initiative for July to take at least... 30 people down to that country mm. and what we're going to do is one we're going to rebuild we're going to replant some trees and more importantly i want to inspire the people of that country that your country matters to the overall world right you're small people may come here for vacation but what does a vacation mean it means peace of mind it means learning a new culture it means being poured into and i really mm. want to inspire them to remember that we add value to the world yeah mm. That is Sarah. So Sarah, I thank you so much. It's such a great conversation. I look forward to like expanding my connection with you and actually yes. meeting you in person. This is yes. so for me. And um, I look forward to talking to you again. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for reaching out and forging yes. this relationship. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey guys. So don't forget to subscribe on Instagram at Jimmy Allen and Twitter, simply Jimmy. And don't forget to rate, rate, subscribe, comment, and share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Thank you guys for joining me. This is Jimmy Allen with Crazy Juicy Love. Hey guys, are you ready to call in your one? Are you ready to become wildly magnetic to the partner that you deserve and start creating that crazy, juicy love? Well, I am offering a discount package when you listen to this podcast. So when you listen to this podcast, you follow me on Instagram, you DM me and say, you listen to this podcast, and I will offer you a discount on a seven-week session. Crazy, juicy love.